But anyway, hello and welcome to Films and Swearing, episode 20. Right. 20? Where's Aye. my cakes, you bitch? <laughs> no cakes. You Aye. sick motherfucker. Aye. Only Aye. tissues on this side occasion. Oh! <laughs> It's alright, yes, as long it's, as there's no use. It's, it's not, oh no, not that one. <laughs> uh, it is not Chef this week. No. Uh, we thought we'd stick with current events and uh, the, as I say, the death, the suicide of Robin Williams. We yeah. thought we'd do a episode yeah. remembering Robin. Yes. For the fact that he could be a creepy actor at times. He can. <laughs> Celebrating his career, let's put it that way. Oh. Since he's decided to clock out early. Yep. Left on his own terms. Aye. With the help of a belt. I, 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 I still, to this time, carry a picture out there and you with a belt. See, it's, I, could, I know in the sense that when people do it like David Carradine, like, or autoerotic asphyxiation, mm. but this one clearly wasn't that. Aye. So... It's like, I can't think of the, the physics of how... Right, you could do one end with a loop, but how do you make the other loop? Exactly. Maybe add two belts. But then you'd have to one attach... And then scoop, attach the belt in the middle as if it was fastening it as a normal belt, and then the other one... Oh, but will that, will that joint be able to take the weight of Roman Williams? If, if it's a decent quality leather belt. Obviously, it's exactly. early. <laughs> the man when he skipped short on <laughs> belts, he when he go to Primark to kill himself. <laughs> well, okay. Don't dog on Primark. <laughs> Many of our thousands I'll, I'll, of listeners shop no, at Primark. I mean, like when you're in Primark, you'd want to kill yourself. Eh? Like when I'm being dragged about Primark looking at baby clothes. Oh right, like, right. I, get I, you. I, I, I get could you. throw myself down an escalator. <laughs> Take pry open my fucking. Elevator shaft, <laughs> dive in it, put the fucking weight lift. Is it like, is it, excuse me, where, where's your belts? Thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to the changing room. I've actually got a suicide department. Who <laughs> uh, do you pay them to, to, to leave the cell? I'm just trying this on. Shook <laughs> <laughs> it. Oh, he would have been happy that people are laughing. Yeah. That was his whole thing. He was like. One of the funniest dudes, like, you know, uh, in film. Yeah. Like, he was always, like, a staple of comedy movies, and mm. it, it was sort of like, well, you liked him or not, he was always one of the funniest cunts in film. Yeah. Like, he was, like, family-friendly. Uh, yeah. he, he could do... He could be dirty as fuck as well. Dirty as fuck. Um, he obviously had his, his, his demons. Like, uh, he, alcohol. He, he partied hard back in the day. Uh, yeah, he was an alcoholic, was it not? Probably, I think they've had that, and I'd, I'd imagine he's probably dabbled in like things like cocaine and oh, he's like party drugs. I'm sure he, like, back in the Mork days, he was probably like fucking coked out, crazy yeah. bastard, hairy yeah. bastard, psycho. Mm-hmm. Chagger, probably. Probably. Aye. Probably got a mere Oh, this will be the, the time for all the like, the love children to come out of the woodworks. Right. See. I'll I'll take that role in Mrs. Doubtfire too. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Maybe they'll change it to his son. Like in the movie, decides <laughs> to become a crossdresser. Aye, is it? My dad fucked me up and killed himself. Of course, I'm going to dress as a British <laughs> nanny now. It's the only way I can feel closer to my dad. But aye, like 
I was trying to, I think what I put on the Facebook page was that right he's gone but he's sort of like left a legacy of great films for folk to continue um, like because even like our children will probably grow up enjoying Robin Williams movies like they'll see films like Aladdin Al- exactly <laughs> Aladdin Flubber I've never seen that one but I'm sure kids I've will seen it but I can't mind it aye. aye so there'll be things like that and Mrs. Doubtfire Jumanji Jumanji fucking kids will go <laughs> like fucking a board game come to life and the best one ever Hook exactly I loved Hook as a kid aye. I actually kind of preferred it more to <laughs> Peter Pan like I'm more familiar with aye. Hook's better so fuck Disney <laughs> so like he is, he's left like a legacy of movies that obviously are not going away yeah it's not like he's that isn't I was, was going to say it's not like he's went out on bad terms like the closest thing I could bring him back to is sort of like Chris Benoit right he commits suicide but he also killed his family in the process yeah which now like Chris Benoit being like a Canadian wrestler with WWE and now he's sort of swept under the carpet Benoit yeah. is like Voldemort like he who shall not be named right. so like it's sort of like you could still appreciate his work without feeling oh why did you do it mm-hmm. why did you kill your wife and daughter and yourself mm. but aye so like you could still enjoy your films with like I was going to say a guilt free conscience but oh, like he's no he's no a bad guy exactly he's, he's just struggled with depression all his life and finally got the worst the better of him aye so mm. exactly and it is weird because that's like one of the big staples of comedy well like growing up for us like who's like the other big ones like we'll have like Jim Carrey's like uh, another big but he's n- he's not really got any he's not had any really funny roles uh, late ah he's, he's done some family films he had like Mr. Popper's Penguins right. so it was him struggling with Penguins so that's like family films he was in Kick-Ass 2 uh, um, I watched the Yes Man Yes Man for like 5-6 years ago right. and uh, I was like a big fucking marketing campaign for for movies that like Warner Brother movies almost and they kind of just had him starring in it <laughs> it was it was just like a big fucking advert for like Harry Potter and 300 <laughs> it was so blatant like like when they go into like a video rental store and the, the movies are placed perfectly in the camera like big posters for Harry Potter and then they had like a 300 themed party but the fucking DVD store was chopped through 300 DVDs and like Aye, so <laughs> I reckon, but it was a PD for Jim Carrey anyway. Oh. But aye, fuck Jim Carrey then. Fuck him. He's still alive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say come back to us when you're swinging for the ceiling, but <laughs> let's no, Denny, Jim, Denny. Because <laughs> um, we're all dying to see fucking dumb and dumb. <laughs> exactly. Don't like. Don't clock it just yet, pal. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, today we thought we would talk about a Robin Williams movie just to yeah keep current mm. and like highlight some of his lesser known work yeah because like when you think like your top five Robin Williams movies you've got to be knocking out the ones we all know oh. so when it came to Insomnia that was one I hadn't seen one you were familiar with yes so and it was on Netflix and it was one of the many Margaret hadn't watched that day. Like, that, he was one of Margaret's biggest, like, funny men. Like, she would watch his uh, films 
like even they get boring essentially she would watch films like Old Dogs by him and John Travolta oh. and I was like uh, it was funny friends. but uh, so like I think on the day we found out the news like while cycling through YouTube clips she knocked out uh, Toys Jack The Big Wedding which is like an ensemble cast but he was in amongst it and The Birdcage so she knocked out like four of his films in one one day mm-hmm. and like I actually sat down with her and watched The Birdcage and I was like oh that's like a lot better film than I can remember that was the one with him and Nathan Lane uh, mm. Nathan Lane was in The Producers acting across with Matthew Broderick did you see the film Mouse Hunt? Um he was the evil cat in Stuart Little. No! Okay, well, Nathan Lane is like this kind of great theatrical actor. Right. And in The Birdcage, they're a gay couple. Mm-hmm. So Robin Williams owns a, a drag club called The Birdcage. Nathan Lane is his uh, partner and the main star in The Birdcage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin Williams has got a son from a past marriage who comes back to say, I'm getting married. Uh, to this lassie and her parents are in with like the government like and he's running for like something like congressman and mm. like he needs to keep the squeaky clean image why me and my daughter like marrying a guy and his dad's a fucking drama homosexual oh does he know how to dress up oh no <laughs> no like he just owns a nightclub it's mm. his partner who is like the fucking the star so like the thought of like being pulled into this scandal about being married into like a drag family and things like this yeah. so like the boy convinces like his dad does that right I mean, we kind of need you to straighten up and pretend that you're married and <laughs> so they get Robin Williams back with the original mother and shit goes wrong and the other mother can't make it so Nathan Lane goes in drag as the mother and sh- like shenanigans ensue <laughs> and it was, it was actually a, a, a a lot funnier than I remembered, like uh, recording off of like Channel Four ten years ago. Mm-hmm. But that's not the movie we're talking about no. tonight, though. So maybe save that one for later because yeah. I feel we can't just talk about one Robin Williams movie, especially this one. Mm. This might not have been the best choice because I felt he was more of like a supporting actor in this one. Like thinking of screen time mm. and things like that. Like he could he could play a creepy actor. Yeah. Like one hour photo is like the prime example of yeah. that so like we could go through half, half of his films and do nine mm-hmm. and like they'll all be interesting films that we could kind of like pick apart mm. but for today it's Insomnia let's talk yeah. about this one yeah you talk uh, from director Christopher Nolan yeah that guy see Batman well we told Batman what to do oh, good <laughs> it stars Al Pacino as yeah. Will Dormer, Robin Williams as Walter Finch, mm-hmm. Hilary Swank as Ellie Burr, Martin Donovan as Hap Eckert, and that lassie for ER runs the hotel. Oh, what do I can offer? Semi pro. The woman that keeps fucking Woody Harrelson. Alright. Oh, <laughs> I was. Like when Will Farrell was doing like one of everything type of movies. Eh? Aye, this, and his like, basketball movie. Aye, this time it's basketball. Yeah. <laughs> aye. I think I could vaguely. I've never seen that since going to see it in the cinema. <laughs> Which one DVD? Aye. So, uh, Andrew, what is the plot to Insomnia? Um. Well, 
Starts off a policeman that's Al Pacino and his pal get sent to fucking Alaska. Alaska because there's been a murder. Aye. I've got style. Aye. <laughs> and um, you find it through the thing with it. He's running away for fucking infernal affairs. Internal. Ah, yeah. Aye. Internal affairs. Because he's done something wrong in the past. And ah, he's sort of like fudged some evidence. Yeah. So there's an investigation going on about Pacino. Yeah. And then he's trying to catch Robin Williams, who turns out to be the killer of the lassie. Aye. Aye, the lassie was being the death. And yeah. And it comes to the end where they end up fucking destroying each other. <laughs> right, so tune in next week. <laughs> Aye. Like there, are, there is sort of like two stories uh, to it. Like yeah. obviously, Al Pacino's story. He's got that investigation going on, yeah. and his partners sort of being compromised. Mm. He's been given immunity if he sort of yeah, not rats on yeah. him, but gives them information. Exactly. Uh. So whilst trying to catch the suspected killer, there's a wee confront. Well, not a confrontation. Al Pacino accidentally shoots his partner and his partner's like or was it uh, he's like you did it deliberately you dick uh. why <laughs> I retire tomorrow <laughs> this was my last shift you're really my real father dick <laughs> <laughs> but aye so that like he plays it off going the killer shot my pal oh, and, and he like, starts fudging the evidence again exactly and so like He's a wee bit troubled, and like so, this whole leads into the fact that right, we're in Alaska, and the sun doesn't set. The sun doesn't set for five months. Exactly. So, this is where like the whole insomnia thing kicks in. Oh. There's all these different things being thrown in the barrel. Right, sun doesn't set. So, yep, uh, they're doing an investigation of it. May it work? Uh, oh. And like, <laughs> I thought you were just telling me some special fucking secret. Beat your own life no though. not me uh, so they're, they're investigating <laughs> me that was a wee bit stressful right. shit I've just killed my partner right. and now I need to hide that it's like right um, I, I had maybe a, a coffee after 9 o'clock fuck I can't sleep <laughs> so like there's all these things flung in there so right. I, I could see why he becomes an insomniac yeah <laughs> so Andrew what did you think of insomnia I quite like it I think it's a good concept mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> it's good yeah so, um, I was like, yeah, I liked it as well. It took a little bit to start off with. Yeah, I was like, right, slow. go on, let's. Where's this going? And like, we had to wait and when they're sitting interviewing the Burns and the skill interview that guy. Aye, and there, there's the occasional like violent outburst of language. Yeah, where it was like it was like people trying to act like Al Pacino. Like they're sitting getting to the kid who was like the boyfriend of the murdered girl. Yeah, and. It's like, come on, right, did, what did you do? When did you last see her? It's like, get the fuck off me, man! You're just a little man in a yeah, fucking leather fuck coat! you, little man. Aye. <laughs> and it's like, is he trying to be Al Pacino? And it was like an hour later, Pacino's like, fuck you, man! <laughs> just throwing it back. He's like, oh! <laughs> I think that's usually Al Pacino when he's at his best, like, when he seems to be fucking coked out, crazy cop. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> like, sure, there was the coke in the movie, but probably... 
yeah, on set. <laughs> there's like a Cumino table. It's just a what table? A Cumino. Yeah, there's just a big powder of coke for yeah. all day just to go plant their face in before a scene. Right. There's probably races between him and Robin. Yeah. <laughs> Doing lines. Oh. And Robin <laughs> Williams having racist. <laughs> but they're all playing Jumanji. <laughs> 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 oh fuck so um, aye set in Alaska but filmed in British Columbia Canada mm. so that's it. when watching this film it was making me think of Twin Peaks aye aye so I think it was like the setting I think that was also that is a TV series from I think maybe the 80s where it's the same uh, there's a murder investigation going on, and it was it could be Alaska or it could be Canada. I've, I never I watched like the first episode, but it's got like overly eighties TV drama cheese oh, in about it. But it's like a cult classic show as well because I think it gets pretty trippy about in the middle, and it only lasted two seasons, but it's held quite high when mm. folk talk about it. But I, I never made it past the first because something would happen and it paused and then. Like real melodrama, piano music would be do, going do, on. Do, do. Ah, they would just ham it up. Like when folk would pond, like looking out windows. It's like it had a wee drive thing where they would just stare and contemplate, and the music would be getting hammered in there. And like, mm-hmm. but I thought he was a killer. He's got an alibi. Da, na, na, na. It's like, <laughs> so it's like all this kind of shit goes on. But aye. So he said you like the story too because aye. It was it is unusual, you know. Exactly. Like, where everybody's bad, <laughs> the main character's a bad guy, Aye. and the fucking bad guy. Is it where you, you actually get to a point where you, oh, I did, where I thought, oh, Robin Williams, it was an accident. Mm-hmm. He didn't even mean it, kind Aye. of thing, and he's, resort- he's remorseful and that, but he doesn't want to go to jail. Aye. So he's trying to cover it up and that. Because mm-hmm. I, I was watching as I was watching this I was taking my notes obviously but I was sort of writing my notes down as if like I'm going to be clever and try and guess like this as it goes so I was sitting reading it I was taking notes and um, let's see ah, yeah. it was almost this thing once Robin Williams started phoning Al Pacino yeah. and he, he knew a lot about Al Pacino because like, like obviously as this happened Robin Williams' character witnessed Pacino killing his his partner, and yeah. so he's he's kind of got this to hold against him. Mm-hmm. But he was said talking like, "Hey, like, uh, Walter, not well. He was Walter." It's like, "Hey, well, not had any sleep. How many nights has that been now?" And he just kept. It's like, "How the fuck does he kill this?" And I, I was thinking like, "Man, has this got a Fight Club twist where Robin Williams is Pacino's subconscious? Like yeah. he said, phoning him, telling him all he said, sorry, kids already, and like." And there's no one around witnessing him taking these calls. And it's like, yeah. it's Pacino gets to the point where he's like, I've had no sleep. I'm talking to myself on the phone. Yeah. I was waiting for it just to be like, it's like, we're that clever. Or, but it was like, no. like don't be silly, Stuart. <laughs> you fucking wanker. <laughs> but, aye, it was just the whole fact that he was like, he was a fucking broke man to begin with. Like when he was hiding the evidence, when he found the gun, yeah. uh, that, Robin Williams had used and so he takes it and he hides it and he's hiding in his hotel room it's like he's like stop me like just be fucking like you shot your partner by accident just fucking tell him it's alright 
Like, don't be like, oh, I've got to hide this, and I'm like, you're making it worse. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's like, then the film wouldn't be anywhere near interesting. <laughs> so, um, and uh, one thing I, I picked up wrong, I wasn't until I was reading trivia later, but I thought it's like uh, Alaska, where the alleyways are littered with dead bears. It was, uh, a, it was a dead dog. Remember, at one point, it goes uh, to an alleyway to throw up. A dog. Aye. And I thought at first thought it was a bear. Aye, because at one point I thought it was going across. It's like that looks like a big fur coat. And then when I went back and he was doing this thing where he was shooting the fucking uh, the the dog, and I was like, it looked like a fucking bear's face. Like Jesus Christ, is there a fucking <laughs> just a, a fucking black bear dead in this? Is this what just? His eyes, it's sort of like they're yeah, hedgehogs. It's normal. Ah, they're usually lying on the side terrible. of the road after being run over. <laughs> So, but then reading the trivia, I was like, oh, right, it's a dog. Yeah. A big fucking dog, but <laughs> could have been a black bear. Or a wolf. Or a wolf, exactly. Yeah. Um, right, so our female lead for the film was Hilary Swank. Yeah. Swank the wank. Right, so <laughs> I've got a thing here, which I'm taking from an episode of The Office. Hilary yeah. Swank, hot or not? No. No? No, no for me. Right. So I thought she was alright in this. Uh-huh. But there was a subplot to an episode of The Office where everyone in the office was trying to decide if she was attractive or not. Mm. And like to the point they wouldn't let it go, like, uh, say, Steve Carell's character's away doing something out of the office, so everyone in the office is unsupervised, and they're saying, oh, she's on there. No, she's not. And they just sit and try and... Do, and they're, like, half the office is on one side, half is the other, and they've got pet sexual presentations, so, like, talking about how her face is symmetrical, talking about this, talking about that. And everyone's like, it's completely fifty-fifty till the very end when like Steve Carell walks in and goes, "Oh, she's hot," and just walks away and like, "Yes!" <laughs> but that's every time I see it, it's like, "Hmm." But this was like ten years, like this was two thousand two. This was done so like twelve years ago. Aye, exactly. So when the office done, it was like she's ten years older now. So, but aye, she seemed alright. Nah, uh, no, not for me. I, she's no, like, she's no fucking stunner, but like, like for a small Alaskan town woman, right. you can't go wrong. I think why I'm turning into Willie, fucking groundskeeper Willie. Because he'd fuck anything. I, I'd put her in my shed at the school. <laughs> but, aye, so when like I, I was just taking notes as the movie's happening, I've got insomnia. Quarter of this movie is Pacino trying to sleep, just him tossing and turning and sheets, nah. throwing himself. Like, I'm gonna chew gum <laughs> like a fucking villain. You know. And then he ends up eating a whole fucking bucket <laughs> And <laughs> it was, it got to like near enough the 50 minute point when you first hear Robin Williams' character phoning in saying, Can't sleep well. Mm. And it was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> and like, that's because it was like, I was expecting like a proper cat and mouse back and forth, but. This film's just two hours long, so it's like it got to the halfway point, and then like you hear him for the first time, mm-hmm. and like he knows everything already. And yeah, but when it came to Pacino trying to divulge like information for like, interrogating students, like there was a female student at the funeral, yeah, who like all of a sudden like her so-called best friend, exactly. Who in this case, like is. Like an Alaskan teenager wanting to like go with the old American 
like cop from LA yeah. like it was something new and exciting this man on his like a haggard leather couch came from <laughs> LA I'm gonna lift my skirt up and smoke a fag in front of him to show him how cool and edgy I am yeah. <laughs> and then he decides to scare the shit over by driving like hit, like fucking playing chicken with a truck oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she shut up say exactly <laughs> it was just like like I guess that's just the LA way it's like right. I don't care about fucking Alaskan teen girl fucking trying on so I'm going just I've, I've no had a good sleep I'm going right. to drive into a fucking lorry fuck this truck right now tell me why did you not like your pal right. <laughs> who's done it tell me she never told me why are we at a fucking like dump right. did you know why because they find the body there yes filmmaking yes uh, aye, so, and there was also when, like, Pacino was full screaming Pacino, going daft, mm. like, when he's at his best. Yep. And then, like, the opposite, like, again, how I had, like, the uh, Ed Norton, Brad Pitt fight club thing, mm. like, Robin Williams being the calm and collected guy, calling in and knows everything, and Pacino's a screaming maniac. It's sort of like, like, I kept thinking, it's like, it could be the same guy, but. <laughs> Sharp, sure. You're overthinking yeah. it. He killed. He killed that lassie before he actually got there. Exactly. <laughs> you never thought that dick. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, right, this boy just needs a fucking a, a good kip. Right. Like he's imagining everyone. Um, but aye, like Robin Williams is sort of like his best when he plays these calm, collected, calculated roles where, oh. like, he's almost like, I was gonna say artificial intelligence. He's like a robot. He's mm. just. When he is this calm and cool, it's it's unnerving. Like when you have crazy city cop oh. shouting, going daft at you, and he's like, he's yeah. uh, like his stress that. levels no no even like tweaking. It's oh. just like he's he's sus that he knows everything that's going on. Like out of every situation, he, like every possible calculation he's thrown at him, like he could just he's got the calm collected answer just to prove him wrong and still hold the advantage mm-hmm. uh, to the point where I thought like sure being Christopher Nolan's like like he could have easily just been like a fucking Batman villain uh. like he, somebody easily like just for somebody to be like calm calculated slowly tormenting Bruce Wayne and things like that I thought you would make a good Iceman like a what's his name Doctor Freeze aye aye I thought you'd be Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. I think he would be a bit of a serious version of him. Good enough. Yeah. But then, like, you just see them in that, like, bald head with the, the blue makeup looking sad and, like. Yeah. Like, I reckon how you could do a serious version of him. Like, there's, there's two theatrical with the big suits and the oh. blue skin. Like, well, well maybe it's just because, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger was. He fucked it up. The, as the CEO. <laughs> Like, just so many lines. I know. Maybe one day we'll do that as, to torture ourselves. Never. <laughs> um, aye, but, like, when Robin Williams' character goes into detail on the phone, or was it, I can't remember if it was in person or on the phone, when he told, like, like yeah, I killed her. And it was, like, in the sense that, that I just want to stop her laughing. Oh, and yeah, it was those quick cuts of just, like, the, seeing the violence happening like uh, he seen her maybe like it was like getting punched in the mouth or being grabbed uh, by the face and like it was just short sharps and you could hear like the hit and the scream and it was like just quick snapshots cutting back and forth and like right, that was a bit violent uh, 
and it was like he he just liked the company of the younger girl who liked his work yeah. and wrote bad poetry. Yeah. And then he tried to get her you bit of fucking some song. I gave her a wee kiss and she uh, laughed at him. No, someone hurt under some, so I assumed that he fucking the old premature ejaculated. She went, Huh Oh no, she's special <laughs> <laughs> She just gets a fucking palm to the nose. It's like just, Shh, it's fine. It was like he didn't like my poetry He tried to kiss me <laughs> No <laughs> But I, I thought it was like he bought her jewellery and like... A dress. Aye. Designer. Like she ran away from the boyfriend and he was the show yeah. of the cry and then he kissed her and she laughed like, fuck you old man. You dirty bastard. Exactly. You don't have a motorcycle. You're not cool. You wrote a book. Lots of books. Exactly. <laughs> About murder. And when you're in your little cottage down by the lake, huh. secluded. Fuck, I'm dead, aren't yeah. I? <laughs> but... Uh, just when he starts going into details, like, oh, I decided to hit her. Because, well, she kind of likes that kind of thing. She lets her boyfriend do it. Exactly, where was the, uh, was the problem? <laughs> and when a bit when I do it, she screams, like, fuck. Ah, it's like that interrogation scene was like, like, this is kind of. Like, it, it got quite unnerving, and, like, to the point where, and there was witnesses, they had, like, Hilary Swank was there, and one of the other, like, Mustache Cop was yeah. there, and. They were all taken out. I was like, this guy's pretty much given the confession. And then, like, the call comes in and it's like, oh, the, like, something about the boyfriend who's got the warrant. Right, fuck it. This guy's almost admitted to murdering her. Let's go. We've got a warrant to go check the boyfriend's house. No, you fool. They said all that on the phone to Pacino. Aye, well, but... But he went into the interview ah. implicating fucking the boyfriend to try and get him as the patsy. Oh, well, that's me just stringing it all together then. Mm. Aye. I didn't have much sleep after oh, watching yeah. this film. I felt like an insomniac. <laughs> aye, but well, aye. So, but don't watch the different film then. <laughs> <laughs> but aye, it was like aye, because Pacino runs out the interrogation oh, room because he's cottoned on to what he was doing. He knows what he was doing, so he tried to. He wanted to get to the get place there first, first and... to try and get rid of the gun. Mm-hmm. And aye, it was to the point where he, he walked out scot free and like. He was making dates with Hillary Swank yeah. to come and collect the it's letters. Swanky. Come on, get some fucking letters. <laughs> and there's like, like, no, you dumb woman! There's, right. oh yeah, I'll just come around. It's like, like yeah, oh. I'll kiss you on the penis. <laughs> <laughs> a wee bit ad lip, I don't remember that in my notes. I think you watched a different film you as well. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but, aye, so. Um, Aye, douchebag, biker teen framed, uh, Hilary Swank with the glass jaw. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, like for, for a writer, he's got a hook to I know, but he's a fucking monster punch. <laughs> they wonder he murdered teenagers. Yeah, but, but why did that know? That teenager must have a better fucking well, jaw than the fucking exactly, police Exactly, she got movie. beaten up by her boyfriend. Like, mm. She could roll with the punches. Mm. She, she, liked, she liked that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but... Aye, I just said this note here saying, like, when it came to all the rushing about and running about, and I was like, fuck, if Alaska had actually had a Starbucks, Pacino would have had this film finished half an hour sooner. Like, for all the time, I was like, I can't sleep, right, I need to put pillies against the windy. It's like, if this boy just, like, had a wee bit of coffee in him, like a decent, a decent cup of joe, like, probably would have solved this a lot quicker. Mm, maybe. <laughs> That's me just like, this film's a wee bit long, yeah. 
He's like, and the boys know how to sleep. He's like, fucking hell. He's like, just have coffee. That was me just trying to end it a little bit early. Yeah. Like, come on. Two hours? I can't take films that's longer than I need An hour fifty eight, come on. You didn't need that extra eight minutes. I'm an old modern kid. Sick of condo the long films. <laughs> and then it came down to like the ending shootout. Yeah. Where awesome. Robin Williams didn't give a fuck about his summer house blowing no. shots into a fucking shotgun. Right. He blowing shots into a shotgun. Like, with a shotgun <laughs> into his summer house. Yes, correct. Exactly. So like, shooting, shooting a fucking shotgun for no reason <laughs> fuck you gun I better destroy the evidence <laughs> I was like fuck it's all bent and bruised <laughs> bruised <laughs> anyway, um, they were my notes any key scenes to you you want to talk about that you enjoyed um, I, I, I liked a bit where they were on the, on the ferry and they just sat down like they were best pals and exactly and they're talking about like, oh, we need to have some sort of wild card. And yeah. And they gets off the boat. It's like, hey, well, wild card. <laughs> I've got a cassette recorder, <laughs> and I've taped our conversation. Right. It's like, and it was even to the point where Pacino was like, I "Fucking knew it." Right. Like both of them are just like that calm and collected. They were just like Paolo sitting talking on this boat. Mm-hmm. But, ah, it was, it was like just. I don't think you stressed at all. Oh. Like even to the point at the end, after he got shot in the stomach with a shotgun, and he's just sitting there going, still looking pretty calm. A yeah. bit of blood smear across his face, looking creepier now. I'm going for a swim. Aye, he's like, <laughs> I'm going to make a break for it. Aye. Fuck. <laughs> and then just like a picture of him being held underwater, <laughs> <laughs> like frozen, slowly sinking away. Yeah. But. Aye, it was like once the story started going and like it basically once it picked up Aye. everything's like, like once Robin Williams came in and they started chasing and they're running across logs and mm-hmm. Al Pacino being the city boy can't he run across Aye. logs for some fa- reason falls in Robin Williams can go in it like a fucking monster like Aye, like, he's Alaskan he, this he's is a, well like this is his town like this is like Walt, uh, fucking Walter Finch. This is his town. No, I thought he had run away. Like when they're running, he ran across the logs and like. I know. I'm saying. Aye. I thought he came for someplace else and to moved there. Aye, but like this is his town. Oh. In the he was here first, I could run out of logs. Exactly. That could be like the fucking park. We're joking. I could just been kids running about and laughing mm. at Pacino for going <laughs> and falling in the water and. Fucking Dick. And then like fucking chapping logs to make sure he couldn't get out, and like Pacino did all right for. It was just a bit where he went, <clears throat> and then I did duck the fucking log smash. Ah, he's like Damn. ah, that would have chapped his fingers, yeah. <laughs> chapped his head off. And like it was, it's just how good Robin Williams' character was. Like he knew exactly. He's like ah, so he'll go back to the house. Uh, the towels are in the cupboard, and he's sitting there with you fucking hand towel going, this <laughs> dickens fucking on. It's like. <laughs> fucking new days this is like a fucking old boy thing where there's a camera in every room in your house right. like not not in the old days in 2002 where it's like I'm making a guess but you're probably in my house using the shower be sure to feed the dogs they're on a special diet <laughs> surprised like Pacino just didn't shoot the dogs like huh. fucking like, not all dick that would have made the end it so much easier for them <laughs> <laughs> if he'd killed the dogs earlier <laughs> so you want to know some facts? Facts? About 
Continue. Yeah, let's get to the trivia let's section. Go, son, motherfucker. Right. Um, right. So, where are they now? Obviously, this is a silly question to oh, ask sick, for one part. Sick fucking. Uh, Christopher Nolan, the director, has finished his his next movie, Interstellar. Oh, I know. I see that coming out at the end of the year. Is that them trying to fucking build, make a colony on Mars? Maybe I've not looked into it that much. Something to do with space. I know he's got Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. He's it. Yeah. Al Pacino's got three films completed. Really? Uh, he leads in practically all of them, I think. Uh, Manglehorn, Danny Collins, and The Humbling. <laughs> so, at least it's not like. Hopefully, it's not another like Jack and Jill. Like the Adam Sandler movie. Oh, no, Al Pacino fell in love with Jill, who is like Adam Sandler's a woman. Sweet. So he, he's won some of that ass. <laughs> <laughs> some of that Jew ass. <laughs> oh. Don't bring fucking religion into this. <laughs> I'm sure Adam Sandler's Jewish. You're sure, but you're not. he done a song about it. Did he? On Saturday Night Live. About dreidels and Hanukkah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hilary Swank has got a couple more movies. Uh, The Homesman. That was one she did this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, And You're Not You. Like family drama about sisters and illnesses. Oh, beautiful. Aye. Martin Donovan. Old Eck Hap. Boy that got shot at the beginning. Uh He's in Nobody. He's got a returning role in a TV series called Rogue. Uh, He's got ten episode credits across two yay. years. So I guess that's kind of keeping him busy. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Robin Williams is obviously no longer with us, but he has completed uh, four more movies. The four films were completed ahead of him clocking out. So I guess this year we could look forward to Merry Friggin' Christmas. Christmas movie with Robin Williams and a misfit family. Mm-hmm. Night at the Museum 3. Uh-huh. Uh, Angriest Man in Brooklyn came out in May. Uh-huh. So I think that was an ensemble cast. I think like, uh, Robin Williams, I think Peter Dinklage is in there as well with a couple others. Uh-huh. And uh, I think he had a part in a movie, not a lead part, but he was in the movie called Absolutely Anything. Uh, I how do we glance at the plot and I think it's something like a science teacher that has the ability to talk to animals or realises he's got magical powers <laughs> and Robin Williams is credited as like a talking animal. Alright. So. Voiced. Yes. So I hate, like, he, he is gone but he's got, there's some stuff left in the can from him. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Angry's Man in Brooklyn will probably be worth looking at and now at the museum he's in there with the rest of them so. Easy. So he's not really gone yet, but yeah. like he's got some stuff left. Yeah, but he's got he's left a legacy. Oh, he's of movies. Exactly. You like, never leave. Uh, don't leave, please. Shimmy, shimmy, bicentennial man was not real. I just gave him a robotic neck. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh. aye. Um, so. Do you, do you have some trivia on this? Do you want me to tell you what notes I've got on it first? There isn't very much, to be honest. Harrison Ford was considered to play Al Pacino's character. That could, that could have worked. Like, it would have been. It would have felt more serious. And I think in how 
entertaining would have been to see Harrison Ford struggle to sleep for a quarter of an hour. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a remake of a movie from Norway that came out in 1997. Huh? This is this is classed as like an American remake. Oh, is it? Of a movie from Norway. Oh. Aye. The Scandinavians can't make films. Aye. I was like, as soon as I finished watching this, Netflix suggested the next thing I start watching is The Killing. That TV show. Mm. Not, right, it's, I was like, it's never something I managed to like get into. Aye, I reckon. I got you'd have to get sucked in by like the first episode. Oh. I think I went sucked, like get sucked in. Because <laughs> you're Scottish. <laughs> Fuck suck. Get sucked. <laughs> <laughs> suck it and see. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, right, so I have noted some of the differences because Norway were a wee bit harder about this movie than uh, the Americans were. Yeah. Like when it came to the scene of shooting the dog. Yeah. And the, the dog was that, alive. Yeah. It, yeah, it was the dog was alive. No, doggy. Uh, when it came to interrogating the teenage girl who was friends of her, right. instead of playing chicken with a truck, he grabbed her between the legs. Oft. Grabbed some, like just grabbed the puss. Right. <laughs> Which like His fingers disappeared. This this them. American one probably wouldn't have been that bad because she was like that's that's where she was trying and to she get. She wanted it. <laughs> she wanted a wee bit like she wanted to put Pacino to sleep, yeah. but this. <laughs> fucking Norway they just grabbed her right there <laughs> interrogated her but played chicken with her oh no <laughs> chicken finger played with her chicken no right <sighs> and <laughs> what the part that I thought was a wee bit much like obviously there was this kind of small relationship between Al Pacino's character and the hotel clerk uh, the lassie from ER they had a wee bit of a a wee bit uh, like they like, had some sort of a relation like chemistry together and and the normal one they fucked he attempted to rape her oh that's <laughs> different exactly <laughs> like it says there was more relationship between them so there must have been a moment where he says right I'll try and get the leg on and she said no and then he probably just grabbed her by the cooch again and just went this is happening I'm interrogating you for information I'm going to play fucking human tempest bull bitch exactly he's like like, how can I sleep? Like, <laughs> like, tell me the secret to sleeping in Alaska. <laughs> I said again. So I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> but I, I thought that was, like, I didn't get all like the Norway one as much. Mm. Like, it, it might be alright, but it sounds a wee bit more brutal. Yeah. Like most things. Most Scandinavian. <laughs> I'm sure they're lovely people, but. Yeah. I <laughs> but no one. They worship false gods. <laughs> when it comes to interrogating them, I would I'd, I'd just tell them what they want to kin. Right. Didn't he? Don't. <laughs> it was me! There's no phone book. There's no phone book they use on you, it's fucking fingers. <laughs> oh. I'll fit my finger exactly. Like, what, what about the fucking mouthy douchebag teenage boy with it? It's like he would have been fucking I ripped this or the school desk and figure up his arse. <laughs> Where was she? What did you do with her? I'll get? tell you in a couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got maths in ten minutes. Can we make this quick? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> That would have been a role for Pacino where he just like <laughs> fingered the young boy. Just finger fucked his way to the solving the case. <laughs> like no wonder they're interrogating him, trying that stuff in America, that didn't work. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, so when it comes to the budget and box office of this movie, right. 
Budget, 46 million was the estimate. Mm -hmm. And worldwide, it pulled in 113 million, yeah. $700,000. It's all right. So, yeah, it easily doubled. And, like, by the time it went worldwide, it, it recouped its cost. Right. When it came to awards, it did get eight nominations of randoms like Saturn Awards. It only did get one awards. Uh, Christopher Nolan got Brecht. Brecht? No, no. Brecht. He got some tits. It was Best British, but I scored it Best. Uh, British Director of the Year. Christopher Nolan from the London Critics Circle Film yeah. Society like okay and how the fuck did George Clooney get involved in this movie producer I think he put some money towards it oh did he him and Steven Soderbergh had credits to the film yeah. so I think they just like just put money into it yeah. like, oh I see that film happened there you go here take my pal for ER get her a job <laughs> keep her busy wait Wait, no, don't attempt to rape her. Change that, change that part. Here's some more money. Like, let them just have some pillow talk. I am the one who rapes. <laughs> <laughs> it's George Clooney, of course he can rape whoever he wants. Yeah, no, no one will care. No one will believe. Exactly. Like, silence is easily paid for when it's George. And the boy's married and nobody believes it. <laughs> <laughs> um, when it comes to internet's reaction to... Insomnia. Yes. Rotten Tomatoes and the Internet Movie Database. Uh, what do you want first? Tomatoes and I'll say... 87. 92. Oh. Yes. Based on 175 positive reviews to 15 negative. Mm -hmm. And IMDB rated it 7.2 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Based on uh, 178,400 votes. So yeah, what overall liked like right. everyone kind of just like sure fifteen people didn't like it, but yeah. that's probably because they thought it was fucking good. Something about Mr. Doubtfire, <laughs> maybe, or they watched the Norway ones. Like, Man, this film's soft. <laughs> Where's the interrogation scenes I wanted? Like not enough fingers. <laughs> Dead dog. What the fuck? <laughs> What's the point in shooting it? Exactly. So yeah, that was. That's most of the coverage on Insomnia. Yeah. Do you have any final thoughts you want to throw out there? No, not really. Pretty straightforward. Good film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A few twists. A few turns. Yeah. A lot of turns because it's pretty winding roads <laughs> and that. Alright, that's it. How many... Like, I, I did like the film and one of the good things I liked about the film is, like as you said, the story. More importantly, like the setting... The whole thing with Alaska and the, did you say was it five months of sun? I'm sure it was. Uh... And like that—that's that, uh, sort of like a thing we do see enough of, like sort of things happening in Alaska, like where they've used this sort of thing to an advantage. I think. Mm, the yeah, exactly. Like. Thirty days and night. Aye. The other end. The other side. Was that in the Antarctic or? No, that's in, I'm sure that's in Alaska. Right. It's just, uh, like, it's, I think, shared five months in constant sun, and then What, the rest. night, and then another five months? Or? Mm. Uh, I, I don't, like, part of me is like, I would like to go to Alaska, but like, I guess it would be weird. I, I guess it would be cold as well, but... Aye, that was the one, but, like, the funny bit, where he said, right, let's go, we'll go drive down to the scale and 
holding it in front of his bairns and mm. not his bairns, <laughs> the other kids. So Aye. Get people talking and they're like, ha, 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 it's 10 o'clock <laughs> at night. Alaska! <laughs> there is no darkness. <laughs> I mean, like, like, I was just struggling, so like, just, just lay face down on the pillow. Aye, it doesn't make sense. I could sleep in the daytime. Exactly. Why could he not just fall asleep in a it is pretty much a dark room? I know, it, it was just the whole sense that he was being watched. Like in real life you just hear a wee tug and fall asleep. <laughs> just tie yourself out, boy. <laughs> Boost get rid of all that fucking adrenaline Exactly weight between the legs. It's not like, like wait for the ER lassie to come to the door. Uh, rape. <laughs> just go down to the fucking desk, put it on the floor and I'm sorry, that's how they done in Norway <laughs> Oh I could probably sleep now. Right. <laughs> like, maybe even the, the fucking Norway film you got a lot better sleep in that right. like, it was like it wasn't a cold insomnia no. <laughs> it was just like it's called the finger angry finger cop <laughs> like got things done uh, I'm pretty sure that's the, the literal translation yeah <laughs> angry finger cop got a good sleep he slept well <laughs> <laughs> tired of sell out interviewing folk <laughs> and retire with arthritis and his finger <laughs> <laughs> One fucking finger. buckled wrist. Ah. <laughs> Aye, so um, that's it. That's insomnia. That is insomnia. Aye. So we've been on for well, we've been on for forty nine minutes. That's that's a good episode. A little bit of we rattle off our top three Robin Williams songs. Okay. I'd give it the short reasons why. <laughs> right. Um. World's Greatest Dad because I'll continually keep like sucking the cock of that movie. Yeah. Like that's a film I highly suggest everyone to check out. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not the normal Robin Williams family friendly movie. Yeah. It's him doing something different and dark, huh. and like I ain't gonna fuck seeing that. It's directed by Bobcat Goldthwaite. Uh, yeah, the guy from <laughs> Aye, Police Academy too. Yeah, yeah. Aye. <laughs> like that could have been either two people. That could have either been Bullcat Goldthwait or Charlie for Always Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> but aye, so that one definitely. Uh, when it was like Hook was like a classic for me growing up. Yeah. Uh, and I reckon like one of the staples like Mrs. Doubtfire is always like easy watch yeah. like. It's tough to do three because you go three dark movies because he has done like, like half a dozen really dark serious movies. Yeah. I remember that uh, What Dreams May Come being a very trippy film. I've not seen that. I think that's a lot to do with I think his family died in a car accident and he's the only one that lives and he had some fucked up dreams on medication and yeah. it's, it's trippy. <laughs> but that's me going into four movies. Yeah. Uh, you. Me, I would say this film. I've not really seen much Robin Williams films. Like, all the films I've seen, I've liked. Aye. Thing, but I would say this film, Insomnia, I liked it for the first time I watched it. How? When did you first see it? Uh, I watched that with my dad, maybe five years ago, maybe. Was it like a sort of first time for both years? Like, aye, aye. So both years were on this journey of trying to figure it out? Yeah. And so... The second film would probably be Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. He has been known quite well for yeah. being the voice of the genie. Yeah. It was just that was like the first like Disney film I actually 
paid attention to. Mm-hmm. I'd like get all repeatedly watched. <coughs> I think I watched that like like I just put the fucking videotape in, let it play through, let it rewind, push play again, lie in my bed and watch it <laughs> like three times a day. Andrew, you go sign on the day. No. Fuck you! <laughs> I don't even have a beard, motherfucker. <laughs> I was only twenty six and all lying in my bed watching a lad. <laughs> Do you own the Blu-ray? No, over that, and I have the DVD. All right, I was like, well, you're still technically good. <laughs> it's just you and your kids, like you, Matthew, and your daughter, just all just sort of lined up uh, watching Aladdin. Well, I am going to get on Blu-ray though. It's a hook. Uh, I've been been released. Well, probably everything's been released on Blu-ray uh, by now. To the point where they care about if it's really in high definition or mm. not. I've still checking it. It's fine. <laughs> but, yeah, that's my favourite one. Mm-hmm. I think the first time I saw that, I think it was maybe like fucking 12 or something at my grand's. She had taped it off the telly. And she'd, every time I was there, I'd go up the stairs and sit and watch it every Sunday. <laughs> and it was fucking it was just good, touching. I always fucking, magic, yes. I always fucking started welling up at the end. And the fucking music comes on where he's like trying to find a new leader of the fucking Lost Boys. Right. And then he picks the fat guy. <laughs> no, that healthy thin guy. No, that fucking tall athletic guy. The fat guy. You get what you're doing, son. Right. You Cuts know back you. and it's ruined. And yeah. he's just hiding in the larder, crying. <laughs> <laughs> what the invisible food? <laughs> just wolf and fucking dirt. Aye. He's somehow got fucking extraordinarily large, eating nothing. <laughs> Or it is cut back and uh, the magic's gone and he's like anorexic crying <laughs> eating dirt. It's chicken. It's chicken. Bye. We could easily talk about so many more Robin Williams movies and we yeah. probably will. I can imagine next time we do a listener suggestion we'll get uh, a bunch slung at us but like yes he's got that much work we could actually properly talk about. Not like it's like, yes, let's talk flub- uh, Flubber. No, like, let's not. Aye, like, we could pick apart his movies for hours, but mm-hmm. uh, let's do a little housekeeping and then call it a night. Continue. Uh, other guys we should talk about, like, we do get plugged on a few other podcasts, oh, so do we? we should get it back as good as we get. We should, mm-hmm. but we might not. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to talk about what they're talk- talking about at Mass Movieside UK? Tell me about it. Episode 84, they've discussed, uh, well, they're comparing Assault on Precinct 13, original and remake, yeah. is what they've done this week. Mm-hmm. That's a new verses. Yeah. Mm. Aye, well, to them it's just Normal. pairing. Aye, they always pair two movies together yeah. with some sort of connection, so the connection this one's blunt, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, so, aye, that's episode 84, now available via massmovesideuk.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, podcast on fire uh, 184 is out mm-hmm. uh, this time they've covered three <clears throat> three recent Hong Kong movies yeah uh, Overheard 3 Z Storm and The Great Hypnotist right I'm losing my touch with Hong Kong cinema yeah. I recognise the faces in the films but fucking hell I don't care any about those movies <laughs> I know like Chinese Zodiac finally got a UK release oh did it came out on Monday away yeah Blu-ray is only a tenner. Huh? Uncut. That boss, that's a good boy. Yep. Got 
some birthday money. Yes. <laughs> it was like, people were kept saying, oh, it's the battle of uh, Eco Dude from the Raid versus Jackie Chan. Because it was Raid 2 and Chinese Zodiac out on the same day. Who's going to win? And it was like, us, obviously, you could buy both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Fools. <laughs> so, aye. So, that'll probably be future episodes. Like, look what Stuart bought. Um, Show and tell. When it comes to us, uh, suggest a movie for us. We'll talk about it. Yeah. You could do that on our website, filmsandswearing.com, and click on the top menu, suggest a movie, complete yes. the form, and that gets emailed right to us. Right. Uh, or so you can make a suggestion on Facebook, yeah. uh, facebook.com if you're more bold, forward slash films and swearing. Yes. And if you want to contact us or follow us, uh, get us on Twitter and Instagram with the username. FAS podcast. Yes. Get our awesome photos. Die of like DVDs we've bought. Yeah. And, uh, drinking coffee out of our mugs. Yeah. Or watching Psycho on the telly. That was the last <laughs> one I put up. And aye, uh, if you want to listen to us in other ways, you can stream us off the website. You could yeah. stream us on Stitcher Radio. Yeah. Uh, off of their website or through their mobile apps. Mm. And or if you just like the old, get old download, uh, you can find us on iTunes. Yes, that's how I download. Exactly. So, and I think that's like it for most. Like, obviously, iTunes is like the main. Like that's the most yeah. the household name for oh. podcast downloads. But like, I think most we could appear on most podcast appliances. That for myself, I've got Windows Phone, so I have a Podcast Lounge. Yeah, and you could find us on there. If films and swearing doesn't work, just put in Stu and Andy. There's no many of them. No, not really. <laughs> but, aye, so, next week on Films and Swearing, we assure you it will be Chef. Maybe. Unless someone else dies. <laughs> oh. I don't well, know. Well, it's alright if it's like some kind of like George Clooney, because I don't give a fuck. A, a staple of male men in Hollywood. But and there is not one film that I enjoy his. Gravity? No. <laughs> Seeing what he would do to get away from a woman in her 40s. <laughs> throw himself into space. Okay. Right, so that's us. So it's done. Fuck off and tune in next week. Ah, oh, you fucking dicks. Don't die, anyone. Please. Unless you've made films. <laughs> <laughs> then we can talk about it. <laughs> you can't handle uh. the truth. No, Jack. You can't handle the truth. See, the truth is that All Things Film offers the best value in free movie podcasts on the internet. That's right, free, as in it costs you nothing. Daily Grindhouse, Films and Swearing, a movie podcast. It was only a pound. La La Film, Laughs, Movie Side UK, Podcast on Fire, and of course, Film Exploitation, the All Things Film podcast. All free and all available online on iTunes, on the podcast app, on Stitcher, on TuneIn Radio, direct or from www.allthingsfilm.co.uk As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. See, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a podcaster. All Things Film, the premium film movie podcast feed on the net. <laughs> <laughs>